Hello, hello. Welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 22. We're back. We're back oh, in the yeah. new year. We're hey. back. It's 2021. It can't be worse than 2020. <laughs> it can't be. We're back, everybody. My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players who will introduce themselves and their characters right now. Hey, guys. My name's Simon. I'm playing the character of Wiltix, your lovely little gnome friend uh small fierce and honestly it's been that long since i've played that i can't remember much else <laughs> i think you said hairy as well was the other classic hairy hairy yeah hairy has claws bleeds a lot yeah bleeds a lot bleeds a lot oh well i'm claire and i play mira dragonborn sorcerer who is a half white dragon Half red dragon, sorry, silver dragon, half red dragon. Wow, it has been a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is super organised, more organised than me, by a long way. And she's just eager to please. And and she's pretty close to dying for it too, so. Yeah, you guys, a, you guys had a bit of a tough time. Yeah. Um. Alright, I guess I'll lead off, because we don't have Andrew right now. Um, yeah, so I'm Jared, I'm playing the character of, uh, well, Jin now, actually, as um, his identity is being revealed, so I'm a changeling. have a myriad of different forms and personalities and personas, so um, I think right now I'm, I'm uh, identifying as a grizzled sort of older man who's trying to uh, sort of betray himself as a an aspiring... Uh, potential member for this uh or the uh the tyranny what is it called again the um the dragon i think you guys are called the tempest guild aren't you no 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 what's um who are we trying to inf oh the order of the dragon or the cult of the dragon that's it so i was trying to be yeah so i was trying to be a potential member of that but um that, that quickly changed once we got into combat and um i think as we were ending born gray got killed and as he was dying i like yeah leaned over his body, winked at him, and then I started, like, shifting into him. That's exactly right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, that you might cool. notice that uh, only two of us have our cameras on, Simon and I. Hello. Um, as as this new year has brought much change, um, I have now moved to Brisbane for work. Um, Claire and Michael, you guys have just moved to New South Wales for work, so we're still yeah. in the teething process of getting everything set up. Um, yes. so this is, this is sort of like a, it's going to be a slightly shorter episode tonight. We won't go for the full, the full time. Um, this is more just because it's been so long since we played and we, we, we do need to keep it going. Otherwise no one's going to remember what's happened in the last episode. Um, I think that's it for news. Even with, even with me, like I've moved my whole like room around, so I still, I'm still setting up as well. So. Oh mate, I can't imagine how tough that must be moving a room around. <laughs> move through Look, two bloody hold, states uh, it doesn't hold the same uh, oh mate it's tough it's tough being it's tough being jared <laughs> um i think that's it, it for news i don't think anyone else has got any news do they no no that doesn't sure. sound like it in that case i will jump straight back into the recap now our journey, for those who are joining us tonight, has been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenvert. Mira, Azua, Wiltix, Illyrian, and Talari are currently inside Castle Niratar, stronghold of the Order of the Dragon. After successfully infiltrating the keep 
as new recruits to the cult. The party have investigated a number of possible leads in their quest to thwart the efforts of the cult. The lizard folk working for the cult hate the Bullywugs. The Bullywugs just want the castle to themselves, and Borngray, leader of the castle, is in charge of the transport of treasure required to complete something known as the Horde. This stealthy intelligence operative, yeah, the hard. This stealthy intelligence operative approach, however, came to a sudden end when their cover was blown in front of Borngray by Azua, calling Mira by her real name. Oh, yeah. Ah. After retreating to their chambers in the northern section of the castle, the party planned some possible scenarios to fix the situation, but when they opened the door to enact these plans, they found they had been surrounded by cultists led by Born Grey. After some tense discussion, in which Born Grey revealed the cult knew quite a bit about the party at this point, a fight broke out. After some close calls, the party were victorious. The cultists, either dead or running for the stairs, and the party now find themselves alone in the corridor. Born Grey's body lies at the foot of the stairs, stabbed through, burnt by magic or frost and fire, and Jin stands above him, having taken his face and form, but not yet his clothes. <laughs> and that, and that. Oh, that's right, baby, just leave it. Oh, hey, Andrew. Ooh. <laughs> Andrew's oh, here. Welcome. Sorry. Sorry. No, no, no. I've been, here, I've been here a while. I was just listening in. I didn't want to say anything until. <laughs> and I our final. I just, I just realized I wasn't on mute. <laughs> that's, that's an incredible. I had no idea. Our final member of the party is here, everybody. Andrew, would you like to introduce yourself and your character? Oh. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm playing Azua. Um, I've forgotten my surname. Lightheart. Lightheart. <laughs> it's been so long. Oh my goodness, I'm having one of those days, everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Azua, our uh, friendly neighborhood, um, uh, friendly neighborhood monk. Asimir monk. Uh, Asimir <laughs> monk. It, it would help if I was organized, guys. Um, but yeah, I'm ready to, uh, do good and kick bad ass, so. And that, that's all our plans. <laughs> so. Uh, all of you just heard the recap of where we last left off. As you... Michael here, by the way? Or Michael's is... here. Because I never heard Michael talk about Salakri. Okay. No, that's all right. We, 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 we got <laughs> Michael, would you like to introduce your character? you got to forgive us. you got to forgive us, guys. It's the first session back in the new year. It's been like two months. <laughs> My name is Michael. I'm playing Tulare Fleetfoot. The uh, monk rogue, uh, the monk tabaxi monk, Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, the tabaxi monk who joined this party on the winds of the road and has now found himself in in a uh, in a political mire. Yeah, indeed. Uh, he's just breezing through, seeing seeing what happens and seeing if he can change things. Absolutely. Ah, uh, there is one new feature I forgot to mention for those of you who are joining us live. I have changed our channel point system. You now earn channel points, which are called inspiration, which you can use to spend on certain activities, such as giving disadvantage to a player or the DM, giving advantage to the DM or a player. You can summon a monster, create an NPC, or even join the stream for a future episode using our channel points. So make sure you watch the stream, earn those channel points, and we'll get to see some crazy stuff happen, I think. That applies to me. Obviously, the players can spend their channel. No, I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty. All right, I'll, I'll um, save for the creator NPC. 
All right. Um, That's not too groundbreaking. No. Uh, yeah, so you guys, the last thing that happened was the murder of Born Grey. Two of the cultists sprinted down the stairs. And as you pause and listen, expecting to hear, sorry, expecting to hear cries of alarm, shouts, you instead hear silence. There is no yeah. alarm raised for the moment. Well, look. Do we know what's down the staircase? No, you guys haven't been down there. Ooh. All right. Well, uh, Jared, did you want to uh, steal some clothes before we move I'm on? I'm going to be... You guys can move on if it's a rush, because I'm just going to basically, like, take my gear, put it in my bag, and I just start, like... Because I've... I'll shapeshift down to, like, Born Grey's, like, height and dimensions, and then I'll start actually putting on his clothes. That that's that starts happening. Um, you watch as the the very sort of familiar sight now of Jin changing shape sweeps across this wave of white flesh, white flesh, um, giving way to the color and shape of Born Grey. As, as, as he changes, I'm gonna say uh, I think you're being a little generous with a few things. What was Born Grey's voice again, Owen? Do you remember? Uh, Born Grey sounded like this, a bit more raspy and husky. Born Grey sounded a bit like this. That's yeah, perfect. It's not oh, too good. Bad. It's not too bad. Um, I look into the liar in my... Uh, uh, well, I guess it's uh, maybe a little bit... Um, maybe a little bit uh, generous, but... I've, I've, you know, you, you, you get a... You sort of... You get a swing for the trees. <laughs> Well, you definitely are swinging, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Welcome, welcome back to the stream where we talk about Born Grey's package. <laughs> I mean, some people are born born great in the downstairs region. Some people are not. Um, yeah, so I'll take on his man- mannerisms and all that in his voice. Um, so how long do you reckon it would take for me to chuck on all the clothes? Oh, 12 seconds. 20 seconds how long does it take you to get changed there's not there's uh, as you're looking at the body you could take everything that he has and arrange it perfectly but you Speaking think Lucy's body uh you guys can loot his body yeah, you haven't yet would you like to okay so as I'm, as I'm yeah as I'm, I guess like as I'm already taking his clothes off yes <laughs> I'll be leaving his underwear on so I'm not gonna unless he free balls but no no he's wearing he's wearing undergarments I will I will I'll leave that alone but um, I'll take his like like outer clothes like so i can look exactly like him and as i'm looking through the clothes um i imagine i'll be like giving any loot to anyone that's near me so they can hold it as i'm putting on the clothes so i guess that's how we would find the loot yeah absolutely um as you look also, through while, oh, oh yeah I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Also, while this is happening um the two guards that escaped do we uh can we see where they went or they can we... yeah yeah they ran downstairs Definitely is there any idea. is there any chance of uh, giving chase and uh, removing them from uh, from the board? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They're very heavily damaged, aren't they? Uh, they um, were all pretty hurt. Yeah. I'm yeah. 22 I, mean, I, I, I will. I will race you downstairs as well if you wish. See who gets well, in first. Actually, what we should do is once uh, once Jin changes. Uh, so once we uh, we we have um, Born Grey reborn. Born Grey should chase after them, 
and uh, be like, Traces! Traces in the mist! And uh, then strike them down. That's that's what I was planning on. I like I like that our uh, wavelengths are the same. Because then that way we can uh, burn this tower and say that they set the fire, removing all evidence of uh, of the original Born Grey. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. He he's still technically there. <laughs> yeah. We need to find the horde. <laughs> we need to find. Where they're going? Where the where the where the trail um, leads? We can't I, you know how it's pronounced, Claire. It is pronounced the heart. No, no, no I'm kidding. No, no. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um, you do need to find the I'd say in this time while you're having this discussion, Jin, you have gotten changed into his clothing. <laughs> cool. So I am now born grey. You I'm are never, dressed um... as born grey. Okay. Um. Well, look. Um. I'm born grey now, so don't. Don't um, identify me as anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Zua when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> that was one so, time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, I, I guess I'll, I'm going to march down. I'm going to just sort of tell the other guys, um, okay, wanna, I want a few people with me and um, everyone else that's up here. Maybe we should um, remove the evidence. Were there other I think dead that's guards a very good upstairs? idea. Uh, what was that? Sorry, Simon? Were there other dead guards upstairs? Yeah, uh, yes. So there are in total two, three, four. So I moved them to the DM layer because um, it was getting a bit too cluttered. But there are five guards and two guard drakes. Their bodies on the ground. Cloaks or were they. Leather armor, um, wielding short bows and short swords. Uh, a couple of them have hand crossbows and short crossbows. Um, oh, it was more just to chuck something on that might be a little bit less, you know, or inconspicuous than a giant wolf walking downstairs with Born Grey. Oh, yeah. Um, Sorry, you're still in your wolf form, aren't you? I oh, am, fuck. yes. Okay, would you like to roll me a um, investigation check? The first roll of 2021. Hey. Make it a natural 21. Oh, wait. 22. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. 22. That's good. 22. Um, yeah, we'll as you in your wolf form start moving across the floor pouring and sniffing hidden away in the corner is one of the archers who is destroyed by mira's web and fire the cloak is a little bit singed but seems to be workable um you think it looks like a, a very sort of large gray standard cloak uh, could be very effective in covering you up G- given that your wolven form is what five feet uh yes or yes like five feet. yeah so it's perfect size you, you think you can with this on and you're gonna you're gonna be quite quite hard to spot of course um if anyone gets a look at your face that's gonna be a bit of a giveaway because you do have can a woman when he transforms um his gear is sort of pulled half into his body oh awkward okay yeah, that, 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 that makes sense um so yeah i'll chuck that other cloak on and then uh, i'm happy to follow born gray downstairs yeah it, oh, nice. so, like that. so is everyone heading be, uh, with Born Grey, or is it just um, just Wiltix at this point? Can we call you Born Jin for this, or Jin Born? Yeah, we'll, we'll just say Reborn Grey. Reborn Grey. Just be careful when when we're actually talking. Yes. Uh, so, is anyone else going with uh, Jin and Wiltix? Um, maybe I would say during the time that Jin was doing his stuff, I could be firebolting the bodies to dispose of them. Oh boy. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Do you want to make me a quick um, Christmas your spellcasting modifier, isn't it? Yeah. Charisma check, please. I 
Charisma check. Charisma okay. check. Oh, real dice? You have to use real dice because you don't have roll 20 up and running for this session. Oh, it was almost natural 20. Uh, that is 12. 12. Um, as you are belting oh. out firebolt after firebolt, the 14. fire... 14. Um, that does make a difference. As you're belting out firebolt after firebolt, the human the human bodies are not sort of immediately catching a light because unlike what you see in the movies, the human body is kind of hard to set on fire. Um, trust me, trust me, guys. It is a bloody nightmare to burn corpses that you're trying to dispose of. So, um, yeah, as as you're sort of belting these fireballs out, you're finding it takes more and more. Don't worry about it. It takes more and more energy and magical uh, sort of effort to to set these on fire. However, you are successful, partially. Um, these sort of half smoking, burning, charred uh, bodies. Do you pile them up at all, or just leave them where they are and just start firing multiple? And yep. as they burnt, I would use my mage hand to make sure all of the dust is neatly piled in the corner. Very nice. Um, in that case, I'm yep. assuming you'll use the corner to the north. You pile the bodies up. I'll, I'll move your token over because you can't see roll 20. Um, and yeah, so during during the next sort of 10 minutes, um, you are just burning these corpses. Fantastic. Azua, <laughs> what's your plan? Are you going to join Jin or are you going to do yeah, something else? I think I'm going to go down with Jin. Perfect. And Talari. Mm-hmm. I will stay with Mira until she's finished. Excellent. The two most hurt people. Yes. Yeah. The two most hurt people will stay behind. Talari, I'm going to put you in the <laughs> corridor, keeping lookout, and we're going to move these guys oh, downstairs. Shit, yeah. I've just seen the health on uh, Twitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went down last time, so yeah. Yeah, healing word. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I love that spell. Jin, as Jin walks down the stairs in the form of Born Grey, I think I'll just take control of Jin for the moment. I, th- I know what um, Jarab was wanting to do while he's um, while he's out. He'll be back in a moment. Um, while Born Grey walks down the stairs, Jin, Jin Born Grey, you look around. Azua and Wiltix close behind. You see a large circular room, a tower portcullis. There doesn't seem to be any pathways out of here as far as you can see. Doesn't seem to be anything at all. Just a Can circular room. Uh, make me a survival check with advantage because you're using your sense of smell. Can you? Um, uh, yeah, survival, that's fine. Yeah. So, uh, 20. 19 or, yeah, 20. Uh, yes. You can smell a scent track leading to the edge of this um, balustrade here, and then it goes over the edge. Um, I'm going to do a perception check. To see whether I can see any sign of. Oh uh... uh, no! Uh... Damn, that that didn't come through, did it? To roll twenty. No. Ah. Oh, um, click on features and traits on your D and D Beyond character sheet, and then open up roll twenty again. Um, and then just go back to roll twenty. It's just D and D Beyond needs to um, update with Beyond twenty. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, nice. You know what it is? I'm in the wrong browser. Ah. That's <laughs> all right. What'd you roll? What'd you roll? Uh, that was a 14. 14. As you look around, you can see bloodied footprints leading to the edge of the balustrade where Wiltix is currently standing. Um, as you look out, you can see down the walls of the castle and into the swamp land where you were before. And half buried in the swamp, you see an arm, a leg, and part of a torso sticking up out of the mud. It looks Ooh. like whoever it was attempted to jump off the edge of this castle into the mud oh, wow. below. 
Wow, that's desperate. Is that the one we threw off? Uh, no, that one is actually dashed against the walls of the castle down in the ground floor. You can see another body, broken and battered, lying on the floor beneath you. Uh, not the same one as before. Wow. It's caused death and destruction all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like this is just a guard post at the top to look out over the surrounding area. The stairs lead back down to the room where you were before. Is there anything else up this top level at all? Uh, no, it looks like this is this is an old outpost at the top of the tower. It's it's quite worn and overgrown, quite um, unkempt. So uh, we could bring the body. Oh, I suppose we're already burning the body. So who cares? <laughs> oh. Interesting. So there's no. It doesn't look like anyone actually got away from the fight that could uh, live to tell the tale, as it were. Maybe. Uh, so can I just one body, didn't, didn't we? Just the one body. Uh, so there's one body below you, and then there's the um, the one in the, the body in the swamp. The water. Mm. Uh, can I just do another perception check to see whether I can actually see anyone else, or any yeah. signs of anyone else? Absolutely. Yes, 14. Azua, as you look across the castle walls, towards the east, you can see two bullywugs up on top of the balustrades, looking out through one of the fenestrations in the wall. Um, they seem to be... They've climbed onto the wall. I'll just bring you over so that you can see where they are. They seem to have climbed onto the top of the wall and are looking out over the swamp. Talking animatedly, shall we say. But from this distance, it's hard to make out what they're saying. Interesting. Um, we didn't fight Bullywogs before, did we? They, they were actually, like, humans. So the Bullywogs are the frog people who you spoke to. Um, yeah. So Fruity Bulliani, um, Farblix, right, yeah, Spatagoo, yeah. um, right. Mork Ponce, um Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, yeah. The swamp, um, the swamp publicans. Yes, the swamp publicans. I call them the Republic swamps, but yeah, swamp publicans is good too. Uh, the swamp alrighty. administration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's no way out of this tower. Jeez, Just looks okay. like pathway back down. I mean, you can climb onto the walls and start monkeying your way around the walls if you want. Absolutely. Monk. But you suspect you'll probably be a little bit visible if you do that. Hmm. I think it might be better to go back upstairs, gentlemen. Head head back down the stairs to where you were before. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll bring you guys back across to the other map. During that time, Mira and Talari, the two of you together have successfully burned the shit out of the bodies that are here. Um, there are dried ashen smoking husks and the smell of burning flesh hair and leather has filled the room and is seeping out the sides of the area of the tower as these guys emerge back upstairs a voice comes from the other side of the door to the south um hello is, is there a fire going on in there what's going on sorry i was uh I was smoking my pipe. I'm never going to get this out of my nose. 
significant genetic of fur. We're coming. Nothing to worry about. Where is um uh, Jin there? Uh, at this point, Jin has just come back up the stairs. The floor is a bit full. We needed to get it cleaned. Yes, Jin, I'm just cleaning. Oh, you guys can't see anymore, can you? No. Fuck's sake. Roll 20 dynamic lighting. Sort your shit out. What was that, sorry? Oh, they can't see it anyway, but I've just noticed that no one can see anything. No, I can. Oh, you can? Yeah. Same as before. Oh, for me, roll 20's gone dark. It's, um, it's just black and white now. Oh. Okay, well, oh, whatever. Um, I have taken control now as DM. <laughs> I give myself two million inspiration. Hiya. Um, as as Jin walks down towards the door um, as Born Grey, he sort of coughs a few times, practices the voice under his breath. I'm Born Grey. Born, 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 Born Grey, Born Grey, Born Grey. Right. Oh, perfect timing. Jin. <laughs> Amazing timing. Um, a knock has come at the door. You guys checked out the upper balustrades. Nothing of interest there. It looks like the cultists threw themselves from the tower into the swamp in an effort to escape. Um, and it doesn't look like they made it. A knock has come at the door. Wait, a voice. Wait, when, when you say that it doesn't look like they made it... There were two, two bodies probably... in the swamp. Oh my god. A knock comes at the door as uh, as you guys come back up the stairs. Sorry, come back down the stairs. Um, a knock comes at the door going, Oh, is everything okay? It smells like burning flesh and, and hair and leather in there. He doesn't say that, but he does say, It, does, it smells like burning. Is everything all right? Um, if no, it's full. I open, <laughs> I open the door and I look like I'm and Oh, so Commander. Uh, standing in front of you is a half-elf gentleman. Um... Oh, sorry, I will open the door so that you guys can see. Um, a half-elf gentleman. I can really see darkness, by the way. Yeah, I think something's happened to... Um... Like, I, can, I can see the map and everything. I can see where my character is, but, like, it's all just, like, like, uh, like grey right and blacks and whites. It's yeah. dynamic lighting. Something, something strange has happened to the dynamic lighting on Roll20. I might need to go through and fully update it, which is going to be a... Well, if you turn it off for now, will it Yeah, fix that's it? what I'm doing. If you click on the map or scroll across... On the uh, screen, it seems to fix it for me when I do that. There you oh, go. yeah, it did it. That's oh, no, so much better. That was just me turning it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you open the door and you see standing in front of you a, uh, a cultist um, who steps forward, a, a human man, probably in his early 20s, large, jagged scar running across his chin, a uh, short mop of brown, curly hair. Oh, Commander! He does a very hasty salute. Sorry, I... What's all that smoke in there, sir? What's going on? Are you okay? So, yeah, like I said, I'm very huffy and puffy, so... Um, yep. I'll be like... Um, oh, good that good you're here, soldier. Um, we had a few... Uh, we dealt with them. They, uh, their bodies are upstairs. Or oh, well, actually, we're on the... Not upstairs, are we? You're on the ground floor. I'm on the ground floor? Yeah, okay. So I'll say that, um, yes, the bodies are upstairs. Um. Oh, bo- bodies? Uh, hang on, what are you talking about? I was just standing guard and I felt smoke. Well, look, they tried to perform a coup de gras, bandy roll from me. They tried to get um, control in the in the castle. They were unsuccessful. Oh my goodness! 
Right, yes, so I, I expect you want me to guard, guard this door now, sir. Well, what did I literally just say to you? Oh, I, I, so I was too shocked by the knowledge that someone tried to perform some sort of like takeover, hostile takeover. I class his shoulder. I look into him. I look at his eyes. I look in, like into him and be like, for us, like I said, it's all good. But um, let's go muster some troops and uh, we'll go clean the mess upstairs. Oh, right. I'll go, I'll go fetch the rest of the wall guard then. Although, I think this might be a job for the the, the frogs and the lizards, sir. I don't think you want your best people on this, right? See, that's why I pay you the big dollars. You you, you I, definitely I, I, I don't pay smile, me the big though. dollars. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, that is that. very obvious it's a joke. Oh, um, oh right. Yes, um, like I said, muster the troops. I didn't... What do you think the troops are? Well, I assumed you meant the actual troops rather than the frogs and lizards, but I'll, I'll go get the frogs and lizards. Although the frogs have got right. something weird going on right now, so they're talking about elections. I, I don't understand half of it. Okay, alright. That sounds interesting. Oh, it's it's just very confusing. Well, look, I might have a talk with them and see what's, uh, what's going on. Farblex's daughter, uh, Bivanka, is just... she's... She's crazy, sir. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, I'll look into it. Okay, I'll, I'll fetch the frogs. Perfect. He turns and runs off down the corridor. So, I don't think we've heard of that name before. Bivaka. No. How do you, uh, how do you spell that, Owen? Uh, B-I-V. A-N-K-A. So basically what you do is you take you take Ivanka Trump and you add a B in front of it. Ah, uh, okay, perfect. <laughs> well, um, it's funny, it's when a joke. Wait yeah. a sec. Yeah. It's all US politics. Uh, no, so, um, at this point... <laughs> not anymore. Not uh, anymore. What are you guys doing at this point? Um... Turn to the others and go. We need. To, we can't lose the trail. We need to find the next step. We haven't quite found out what's going on here. Whether this is just a stop off, or is this part of the the um, caravan that's heading to the horde? Now that we have a main man at the uh, in the inner sanctum, I think we should have no trouble finding out what's going to happen. Maybe we can go back to the crazy. We could go back to his office, you know, where we were before. Well, that's right. And then we can uh, have a look through all those documents and uh, see what yeah. we can find. Documents? Yes. I'm sure there are some secret documents lying around. Uh, now, yes. Jin, could I get you to please roll me a d10 for the stuff you found on Dralmara, please? All right. Five. Five. Um, his sword, despite the hits that it took and the fire that it was exposed to, has taken no damage, which to you instantly makes you feel a little bit suspicious of it in terms of you, you suspect it could potentially be protected or magical uh, or made from stronger stuff than your average longsword. Cool. Um, you also find 25 gold pieces. As, 42... As, um, as I was looking... Mm. Oh, okay, you got more. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I wasn't done yet. 42 silver pieces. So 25 gold, 42 silver. 
no copper. Dralmarai doesn't carry around copper. Uh, you find a ruby, which to your sort of looking at it, you think could be roughly worth about 30 gold pieces. And you find a book, a diary, with cursive flowing script in this very strange language. Uh, what languages do you speak? I speak Draconic and Elvish. You can read this. It is written in Draconic. This diary seems to give, in a shorthand version, seems to give a account in some detail of Dralmoral's experiences, Borngrey's experiences, coming to work for the cult in this castle. It documents treasure coming through, being brought from various towns and villages that have been ransacked, and sent through a portal that is hidden inside the castle. There is a dungeon below, and in that dungeon, there is a portal. There is a command. There is a command word required to operate this portal. Stargate. And Born Grey. Yeah, this Stargate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the Stargate. Oh yeah. Um, Born Grey has written down the command word in this diary. Drazia. I will put it into roll twenty so that you can see how it's spelled. Yes, please. Drazia. Does that mean anything to Does that mean anything to me with my background or draconic? Is that like a... um, Jin? Do you say that out loud? Um. Well. Oh, sorry. I probably wouldn't have looked at the book just yet, if I'm being honest in yeah. roleplay, because we we had to do a lot of stuff. So, like, when we go to the office, I'll probably then bring it out, and then I'll probably just share the info that you've just told me with the with the um with the crew. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll save that then for the next little bit. Um, I might, uh, when we get a chance, I might copy-paste that into my book as well with my lovely... Uh, yes, yeah. Role. You may use your um, your ledger main feature to copy the entire book into your book as like a binder. It's like basically like a, a, a physical manifestation of OneNote that you have there, Wiltix, where <laughs> it's like infinite space <laughs> just to record information. Perfect. Very nicely done, you guys. Um, it's very nice. What would you like to do? Um, so are we in this tower now? Is that? No, no, no. You guys are still just standing in this in this uh, tower, the the bottom floor of this tower. I wonder if we should uh, all put on our cloaks and uh, follow Born Grey, like um, in military rank and file, and then uh, make our way to his office, like almost like a uh, a security detail. Nice. Do we know where we're going? Actually. Oh, no, I've burned them all. Oh, well, yeah, we've, we've been, been to his the... office. We've been to his yeah, office. Been... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If we see any... And if we see any bullywugs, remember, we are inspectors. Remember? Yes. Well, we're, I'm not anymore. We're, we're special forces and inspectors. Well, and I am born... Yeah. We're, we're, the, can... SFA, we're the SFAI. Oh, my I God. I could be one of the guards because <laughs> they haven't seen me as a wolf before. So, uh... Might stick with that with the robot. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. In that case, um, you c- I'll, I'll move you guys along as you go, and I'll keep you all together. That'll be a little bit easier. So I'm assuming born grey in front, yeah. and then the rest of you bringing up the rear. As you move through 
the castle, back out through the door onto the um, the wall palisade. You can see that there are a few guards lazily keeping watch who, as you approach Jin, salute you and immediately pick up their mm. um, general their general sort of affect, making themselves more professional and like they're actually paying attention. Uh, what she says. Walking with a bit of a brisk pace, gonna be, I'm going to be looking like I'm a, a, a bit annoyed, like because I've just you know I'm a blood bloodied up. I made myself because uh, I've got disguise kit as well. So yeah. when I would have been doing the the putting on the clothes, I should have said this before, but um, just before we left that room, at least I would have done some disguise kit to make myself look like I'm a bit bloodied up. Yeah. Um, and as I'm walking through, I'm walking at a brisk pace. I look annoyed. I look uh, a bit pissed off. Um, so I'm just getting like just because obviously it looks like I've just been through a battle yeah. and I'm trying to sort of give off the air that there was just a, a coup on me as you pass through this section here in the central courtyard of the tower where you were before where you talked with the bullywugs and lizard folk a contingent of bullywugs emerges seeing you they sort of look over but don't show too much interest and head up the way you guys just came towards the tower looking like they are Possibly the group who've been sent to go and clean up the mess. Cool. They don't say a word to you as they pass on through. Uh, you guys pass the saluting guardsman, and as you approach this door here, um, he steps aside to let you enter. Without a word, you guys pass through into the ground floor of the central tower. You know that the office is just down towards the south from this area here. Awesome. Um... As I say, as I pass this guy, hmm. I'm going to look at him and go... Oh, sorry. Um, I'm you're just going to say to him, um, look, I'm not sure if you're aware of the situation, but um, just, um, like, I'll just say, like, when I'm in the office um, with my compatriots, time to uh, recuperate and um, recover. From the coup. A uh, coup? What, what are you? What are you talking about, sir? What, what coup? You will find out in time. It will travel around the castle. Oh gosh. Okay. Do I need to? Be, do I need to order more men to protect this door, sir? Look, uh, I would. I would bring a couple more, just in case. Right, you are, sir. He sprints off. Goes to find more soldiers. Yep. Cool. And then I will go in the office. Perfect. As you guys step into Dralmarar's office, um, I'll just quickly read out what you see. Bear with me two seconds. There's a lot of rooms in this place. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many rooms. Here we go. Inside you can see large rug covering the floor. Desk, ornately carved of dark wood with a number of books and notes scattered across it. Behind a large bookcase, it's pushed up against the wall. It looks like this room is used fairly regularly. A coat slung over the back of a chair that looks to be half slept on. Not much else to your eyes as you look in. For the moment. Um... Alright, look... Oh, oh, is that sorry? I want to look at the files. Alrighty, do you want to make me? Do you want to make me an investigation or a perception check? Oh, can I have a 
can't see if anything like is rest like bookcase resting against the wall wrong or yes, of course you can. There's a oh wait, I gotta roll it in real life. Yes, you do. Oh, amazing, beautiful dice. Oh, that's a three. Three. I a natural one. Oh, no. Natural one. <laughs> and Michael, what no was way. yours? Uh, I rolled a 15 plus 6, so 21. 21. Um, as you look, you can see that the bookcase is flat against the wall. There is no secret passageway behind. As you push it, it comes forward and it looks to be just, just up against the stone wall. Um, and to your mind, that makes sense because the doorway to the north leads down to some stairs and the wall itself is actually quite thin. Next up is Mira. Uh, so, sorry, upstairs. You're on a natural one. As you're looking over the notes, you just the, the sheer amount of information here is overwhelming, and you very quickly find yourself sort of getting a bit lost in it all. Looking through, it, it, suddenly there's talk about like Green Nest, and you go, "Oh, Green Nest! Oh, we were in Green Nest," and then and then suddenly there's this talk of this other town um, off towards the eastern coast that you've never heard of before, and you think, "Oh gosh, they they must have raided there too." You just very quickly lose track of what you're supposed to be looking for. And I bet it's not very well organized, is it? Oh no! Especially not after you. Especially not after you start flicking through it randomly as well. Well, your excitement gets the better of you as you, as you look through. You just you sort of like knock over a stack of papers, and now they're out of order, and you spend that time putting them back in order as best as you can determine. And, and that, that, I think that explains the natural one quite nicely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there any maps or anything like that, or blueprints of the castle that he might have on his desk? Uh, would you like to make me an investigation or a perception check, please, Wiltix? Oh, I would. Oh. I'd say 14. As you, as you walk on over and have a look over the desk, you can see a number of maps, and one of them uh, looks to be a map of the general layout of the castle. The rooms aren't labelled per se. There's been some hastily drawn notes in the corner, um, like Bullywug, uh, Bullywug Residence or um, Lizard Folk Dungeon, and you can see there is a... Uh, basically a stairway leading down to the undercroft and that there's an area marked there with portal okay well I'll uh, again, yeah. copy paste that into my uh, my lovely book and absolutely is there, a, is there a manifest of how many um, like members are here in the castle I'd say that you guys have made enough checks now that you don't need to uh, I think you've, you've rolled pretty highly all of you together um, there is no manifest of how many people are here just that there are more people moving through. There are people coming and going right. at all times. It's a pretty, pretty popular area. Okay. But what's what's interesting to your eyes, Wiltix, is it looks like the entrance to the catacombs is in the room where you first met with the Bullywugs, with Fruity Bulliani. So the room over towards the east. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, well, let these guys go. We know that we have to... Uh... Go and see our uh, little frog friends. Guys. <laughs> Let's head back. <laughs> oh. Alright. Right. So, nothing else in this room, Owen. Like, there's no weapons or uh, anything that we've deemed of what some kind of value. It looks like this is a very utilitarian study. This, this is where he spends his time planning and doing administrative duties. He doesn't sleep here. There's no bed here. So clearly there's another location where you think maybe he keeps his valuables and things like that. 
judging just i just say that you figure that out like there's no bed here clearly this is not where he sleeps or where he stays this is just his work office does he have like an official seal or anything on his desk that we can uh we can take strangely enough no as you look over there is no seal for born gray it looks like his initials um t uh, sorry dbg is what he used as his as his seal was these sort of flowing initials um uh, and then there's take that oh yeah well we, we might just in case we need to uh fabricate that somewhere oh, it it have it i think he just signed it it's just a piece of paper that is signed that you're looking at and you think oh yeah that looks like it might be might be more to do with a seal than anything else okay there's no from the desk off no 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 typed letterhead no um monogrammed letters or stationery it looks like it looks like it's very utilitarian very simple damn okay um so yeah, I'll um I'll park myself behind the uh, the table here, and then I'll I'll start I'll, I will start reading out the the diary. Um. Ad, so then I'll start just detailing his, his experience in the castle, the uh, treasure that passed through the castle went through the portal. Absolutely. There's a dungeon below, and then I'll utter the command word. Just let everyone know that it's the one that popped up. In one of the other things that you find interesting as well in this diary as well i forgot to add born gray has actually recorded a little bit of information about the castle history originally it looks like this castle was left over from well before the well before the ruin well before the 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 disaster that came across the land most recently after the structure had been abandoned for a number of years a group of astrologers had claimed it and it looks like there was a observatory that they built into the top layer of the castle and that was the strange circular spherical structure you saw from a distance on the very top um they installed a piece of equipment in there called the Farseer of Ilusk but the astrologers vanished not too long after and a couple of decades later Resimir stumbled across it and Resimir is a name you recognize she is a half dragon uh, half black dragon i believe who you've actually encountered before and she had come into the swamps to negotiate with a black dragon who lives in the swamp called vorghamthar you put that in um... (laughs) yes of course i can yeah please yes (laughs) vorghamthar i'll chuck it into roll 20 so that you guys can see um it just rolls off the tongue these draconic names um the lair of this black dragon is only a five minute walk towards the south of the castle resmir explored the castle (laughs) yeah the dragon's lair black dragon's lair is only five minutes walk south of the castle Um, the portal in the dungeon was not installed by the cult they discovered it here they have no idea where it came from they know that it leads to an area in the mountains a lodge in the mountains um just towards the northwest known as the gray peak mountains um 700 miles away so quite a distance um and the plan has been so far 
Did you say northwest? Northwest. I'll um okay. I, where next next episode I'll have a little map set up so that you can see where they've been taking the carts and the treasure and how it's been working. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. It, basically, it, it's cut seven hundred miles off the journey by wagon, yeah. just by teleporting. That's why no one's uh, picked up on this yeah, before. And this is this is where most people have been losing track of the treasure. Um, this is now become. Nirita is a hub for the treasure to be taken. It's not a defensive structure, it's not a hideout, it's not a fortified region. It is literally a way stop so that they can take advantage of this already existing teleportation circle. Um, the bullywugs and the lizard folk have been essentially kept kept around and kept working by the threat of the black dragon. And that is the history of the castle recorded in this diary that you wouldn't have known before. Well, I've just done a lot of notes. <laughs> wow, mm. that was that was actually very that was very important. That's like oh. information we need to like take back to like Yeah. Yes. Um, we need to pass that on. Yeah, pass I, that on I to think, the order. I think everyone does everyone know who I work for again, Owen? Uh, yeah. I don't... I'm not actually part of the guild. Yeah. yeah, I've been contracted by the Harpers. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's the name you told us? What you told us yeah, about, just... um... Yeah, I... Associated. Yeah, I believe you yeah. were associated with, um... Uh, with Alice's character, whose name escapes me for the moment. Yeah, because we're both... Gloria. From, we're both from the... Yeah, we're both from the College of Bards. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, because uh, yeah, backstory. College of Bards. That's my organisation. Yeah. And my, uh, and I'm uh, contracted out to the Harpers. The exactly. Yeah. Oh, cool. and that's what you guys learned from this book, as that well as very, the as well as the password, Drazia. That is the teleportation. That is very good information. So my question is. Yeah. Do you think that this? I'm sort of asking the group hearing this, do you think that this black dragon is something we need to take care of? Do you think he's a big ally of the cult, or shall we just go straight to the source? Um, black dragons are naturally inclined to be evil, aren't they? Is so, right? um, the, the thing, yeah, so yes, but also a little bit no in my world. So the, the way I've done it is that you're not born good or evil, that there's variations, but in the, in the war, um, generally, Tiamat was successful in bringing the chromatics on her side, less successful at bringing the metallics on her side. So there were a number of metallics she brought to her side, but generally she was able to recruit more um, chromatics. Um, yep. Same as for um, the the side of the the side of the prime deities, they were generally more successful at recruiting the metallics, less successful at recruiting the chromatics. So that's where the division okay. comes from. So you're not sure, although I would say that the fact that Resimir and the cult are able to use the dragon as a threat to make the bullywugs work you think that perhaps it's probably working for them, working with them, or at least willing to uh, listen to what they say. Yeah. What, are the, what are the chances that the dragon would see through your disguise, Jin? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, well, it's a physical disguise, it's not magic. Mm. Uh, so you wouldn't smell, would you smell different to Born Grey? I should smell like him. I should. I, I, I'll read out the um. I'll read out the description, Vic. Because I, I just imagine like he's a uh, you know, they might 
like see that you're him, but would you smell well, like? I'm wearing. Him? I'm even wearing his clothes. Oh, that's true. Let me have a quick that's said, dragons are known to be very intelligent, so it's not easy to cook them. So I've heard. I'll have a quick look. I'll just um. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just wondering if we can get more information out of this dragon. But at the same time, I mean, is it worth our lives going to this game? Well, yeah, I don't even. I personally think we. Like, we're we're, we're, we're our ping, so. Well, I. Uh, you, know, I you know what we could do? We, you know what we could do? Is maybe incite an uprising. I mean. What is it? A common enemy unites. What do they say? The enemy of my enemies, my friend. What if the Bollywogs and the lizard folk could be. Join together, and and mirrors like she clasps her hands together. She kind of looks up, hopefully. Like synergy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think? They if only we could combine ruin and preservation into harmony. Yes. <laughs> well, um, maybe we could. Uh, maybe Jin could use that uh, disguise technique. And uh, turn himself into uh, that uh, that king that seems to have a bit of sway, and uh, maybe we can then have a internal uprising. Ah, so Andrew, you're suggesting that Jin turn himself into Fablex Spatagoo, leader of the Bullywogs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, okay. Uh, but okay. can you? I suppose. My with it as a shape changer. Once you learn a shape, um, can you so can you can, go back to it? You can make yourself appear as a member of another race. Yes. So I mean, like I think this is more like it's still a humanoid. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've sort of just been playing it by the fact that like anything that's like my change into. So if the Bollywogs are actually like a medium size and not small, then like it's it's more it is more I think get the, the description I could but it's also it does play to what um, Owen sort of goes by so if you were to transform into a bullywug bullywug size is medium humanoid okay yeah well, I mean like I could always give it a try I mean I'm just I mean I'm just thinking out loud here but I mean we don't have to go after dragon we could just go after the portal yeah, you guys know that the dragon's lair is not in the castle. It is five minutes away from the castle. The portal is below the castle. Yes, we could go... Actually, it might be a bit of a distraction if the Bollywogs... If we could incite the Bollywogs against the dragon, we could use that opportunity to infiltrate the portal. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. The Born Grey... But, um, he'd have, he'd have wouldn't, well, Borden probably have access. He has the command word and everything. I'm sure we could just march ourselves down there and um. Just yeah, I mean, it, that's but... right. I'm sure they. I'm sure they've seen him walk down there before. That's true. We could I just. Mean, we could just And I'm sort of more inclined to like just leave the black dragon alone for now, because I don't know what age it is. Like, if it's a young black dragon, like speaking out of game, like maybe our characters could take it. Probably, but like, if it, can stop if a it's young ancient. dragon, it will probably kill us. Instantly. Like, maybe an adult, <laughs> like, 
an adult, we would we would struggle against like hardcore. <laughs> it would definitely kill me right now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah no, we probably need to rest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I, we... we should probably we should probably have a short rest before we do anything. Mm. Well, I mean, this is a. I was going to say maybe. Room. Well, I was going to say, what if we have a look downstairs? We'll come out this room. It looks like there's a staircase next to us where we are. Maybe we go have a look down there and see if that's actually his quarters. And we could uh, maybe find somewhere a bit more comfortable that we're not in this room. Have a look. Did you want to use the uh, idea of a coup to get people to try and think that the dragon arranged it? That way, at least, if you want to talk about you know, turning people on mm. someone. Oh, I, was, I, I was more thinking that the uh, we, we, we blame it on the lizard folk and the uh, other oh, at the gollywogs and um, make an internal and uh, make an internal uh, internal civil war. Oh, I just think that the more bodies we can throw at a dragon, if you want to think of it that way, then at least we can find out what the dragon's doing. Yes. And then, because the end of the day, if everyone dies, yeah, well, who cares? Because we're just going to go through the portal anyway. I don't even. No I don't even have the gollywogs. <laughs> Not very nice. Would the Bollywogs even attack it? Like, wouldn't they? I think they'd be terrified to even go near it. Even if we try and incite them, like, it'd be poor. Oh, that'd be hard. No, fair enough. <laughs> you didn't give it a shot, though. The, let's try sneaking. It's always worked for us so well in the past. Well, what time, what time is it, Owen? Is it day, night? It's late afternoon. I mean, did you guys do a long rest and stay here? Not like we. Uh... Yeah. I mean, it's I'm not. not it's not particularly comfortable in this room. You suspect there's probably sleeping chambers. Just, just well, a heads up. Uh, and that, and that's what I was suggesting. If we just go have a walk down, like see what's downstairs a... in in this room in this building itself, and then just uh, see if there are sleeping quarters downstairs. Alright, so that pathway there leads upstairs. But yes. Absolutely. Oh, Good question. Yeah. Before we do anything, did anyone actually like? Oh, I can't get out of it. Did anyone actually look at um? Did anyone actually look at the desk? Uh, some people uh, looked yeah. at stuff on the desk. Yeah. I tried. So we've, we've had a skim through the desk. Yeah, I think I think people had a little bit of a skim through. What are you thinking, Jared? Oh no, I'm just because if no one had looked at it yet, because I know that some people. Oh, that was me looking for the seal and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, that's fine. I'm all good. I just wanted to know. Alrighty, where would you guys like to go next then? Did you want to head upstairs? Yeah, I can we give it a shot. Just Perfect. to see what's up there. I'll bring you guys upstairs. Have we hung around here long enough to have had a short rest? Not in this room here, no. But um, you're not far off it. Mm. Right. Sorry, let me just double check where that would bring you up because it's actually a little bit confusing, the, the layout. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. Excellent. As you guys emerge from the staircase below, you can see another large room. Uh, who am I missing? It's me. <laughs> Are you not there? I don't know no. where I am. Oh, I'll bring you up. Sorry. I thought I'd. How did I miss you? Oh, were you over by the table, were you? No, you weren't. Okay. I don't know. Uh, You're, else. You're back now. Uh, there you go. 
um yeah as as you emerge um you can see uh that you have come into an area that is um clearly some sort of sleeping chamber um there are a few mattresses reed mattresses a couple of wooden trunks um, a small hearth not much else to see um just in the room towards the north um in fact as you guys sort of come up come up the stairs um emerging from the room uh is a human cultist sort of rubbing his eyes a half a half elf woman rubbing her eyes she's got this very long braided blonde hair bright blue eyes and as you sort of emerge she looks very sleepy these very dark shadows um she sort of is yawning a bit then she spots Jin as born gray quickly sort of snaps out and salutes and goes uh, sorry sir just uh, just uh, coming off coming off rest sorry sorry apologies you're fine get to your post yes yes of course i'm, so, I'm sorry i just and she sprints down the stairs and disappears below awesome um We'll have a quick peep in. Mm. Like, I'm gonna treat it as, just in case this is like, where everyone is, like quarters-wise, I'm gonna treat it as if I'm doing an inspection quickly. Yeah. As you look in, you can see a number of sleeping figures lying on quite simple straw mattresses, reed mattresses, snoring lightly. Next to them are masks and large cloaks, very sort of reminiscent of dark wings. Um, Almost very like, yeah, leather, but scaly leather. These very, uh, you suspect probably from the guard drakes this has been been carved, the sort of dog-like drakes. And as you look, you can see there are a number of figures sleeping in the chamber, it is quite dark. Shafts of sunlight piercing in through the windows covered in very old, ragged curtains. Masks and cloaks set beside their beds. As you look in, just push the door aside ever so slightly. See inside the room. Uh, we go into stealth. <laughs> Would you like to make stealth checks for me, everybody? Hey! Absolutely. Stealth check. Oh my goodness! Welcome, no, guys. We got we got ten people watching. Welcome. Uh, not so crash hot. Twenty-two for Azura. Yeah. Twelve for Jin. Claire. Twenty-four for myself. That was, the, that was the, uh, high five of natural 20. Natural 20. Very nice. Yeah. And Michael? Uh, 14, so 21. 21. Uh, uh yeah, monks. Monks. Yeah, yeah, monks. Um, fantastic. Your, your average stealth yeah. as a group, if my math is right, your average stealth as a group is about 16, 17. So that is phenomenal. Um, yeah, Jin, as you peek in, you see one of the, one of these, um, very strangely dressed individuals with the mask sort of set up next to them rolls over in his sleep sort of smacking his lips a few times this sort of (sighs) stirs for a moment and then lies still once more chest rising and falling with quiet sleepy breaths i'm guessing you close the door (laughs) i'm gonna turn back to everyone just go on Oh, you can do stage whispers so everyone can hear you. I know, I know you're whispering. You're in stealth, guys. It's all good. Okay, so I'll just say, like, what do we want to do? Well, there's four of us and there's four of them. Do we want to take a mask each? <laughs> we, we could put their hands in bottles of water. 
Oh my god. Oh, I, I love this like we should a, we should I murder these people and steal their some... costumes. Oh, why don't we make them piss themselves? <laughs> I, have some, I have some feathers and a bowl of cream. I've uh, seen this is very hilarious. Oh, I see this too. This is a wonderful idea. <laughs> oh, hiya. Playing tricks oh. on my NPCs. <laughs> is there a uh, door? Is there a, a, another door in this room? Like a, a other side of the wall? No, no. It looks like it looks like there are two stone chambers at the top of these stairs. Um, both of them lead to sleeping quarters. Okay. I doubt hey, Uncle that... Roger. <laughs> Welcome, niece and nephew. God and Ramsey, walk fuck boy. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> um, I doubt that this would be the sleeping quarters of their leader. Perhaps we let sleeping cultists lie. Oh, nice. Oh. Touche, very nice. If, if, anyone, if anyone in the chat wants to give Mira inspiration for that pun, you can simply use your channel points down the bottom, also called inspiration, um, to give her advantage. Uh, you can select that. If you, if you think that pun deserves a reward, if you think that pun deserves a punishment, you can also give disadvantage for that pun. I'm just letting you know all the options. Just want to make sure you guys know everything that's up, all the options available to you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> also, you can so give it to me too. You guys can give me advantage and disadvantage as well. Don't forget. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, so maybe and we head back down to that um, to his office then, and we uh... just leave them. Even like, yeah. even though the robes are like like they are uh, like it would be nice to take some, but it might raise too much suspicions. I'm sure we could find some elsewhere, perhaps in the next room. Well, yeah, we'll have a look at the other room. There's another room up here. Yeah. So we'll quickly peek in there too, everyone with our stealth. Yeah, again, sleeping chambers. Um, these ones are currently not manned. There looks to be a number of very disgusting, ancient, slimy straw mattresses strewn across the floor. A couple of broken open trunks. Um, you suspect that because of the positioning of this, uh, this room, the rain and wind tends to allow a lot more moisture in, and it has caused a damp and a rot to fill this room. You think probably the people who sleep in here are not in a lot of favour at the moment with their superiors, is the impression you get. There's a bit of a smell, a musty, wet, damp smell to everything in the room. Uh, what was that? Sorry, Mira? Oh, any masks? Any... No masks, no. Any... Look, it looks like the masks might indicate someone is slightly higher up in the uh, the pyramid scheme that is the Order of the Dragons. Um, this looks very much like the bottom chamber where those on the lowermost rung of the pyramid scheme sleep. Let me word it that way. This is this is so so. You've just seen business class accommodation. This is scum class. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise known as economy. <laughs> if we're using the. Um, yeah. That's what you guys see. Uh, but this room is, there's no one in this room right now. You saw um, the only person who was in there just just left, that um, half-elven woman who headed downstairs. Well, the leader, our, our uh, fearless leader can't uh, be seen in that room, so we uh, uh -huh. better head back down to our office. There must be somewhere else. I, this is this is a big castle. You guys have explored maybe fifteen to twenty percent of it so far. <laughs> well, I reckon um, I reckon we just go back to the office and maybe just have. A... 
I'll bring like, you guys back we can, down we to can, the office. We can just keep walking around like the whole castle looking for it, but it could take bloody ages. In that case, would you guys like to move into Born Grey's office, close the door, and take a short rest? Yeah, I reckon we'll probably and we'll probably get some like bed rolls out from our like um from our packs and such and just sort of get comfy. Fantastic. In that case, you guys may take a short rest. Alrighty. Hit points. Hit points. Hit dice. Uh, are you playing your Song of Rest, Jin? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I will. 100%. I'm, I'm being a very nice DM. What was that? Sorry, Michael? Remind me what Song of Rest does again. You get to add an extra D6 um, roll to your um, HP recovery. So I'm, I'm being super, super nice with all your stuff because it is our first session back for at least a month and a half, two months. Um, so yes, I am being I am being super nice yeah, by reminding you of certain mechanics just because it's I'll been a while. I'll chuck that in. Yeah, so you guys can roll 1d6 extra. As Jin plays a very... Say, well, tell, tell us what sort of music Jin would be playing at this point in, in disguise as um, Born Grey. Well... Yeah. Does he have any other instruments in there at all? Or? Just what you've got. Okay. So <laughs> as as Jin um... begins playing, one of the guards opens the door. Born Grey can't play any instruments. It's an imposter. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'll, um, I'll use a, I'll use a, I have a pan flute or a flute. Oh. And I'll just sort of play like a soothing sort of, um, just melody. But like, I'll do it like, like pretty low key. So it just sort of, it's very gentle and smooth. Like it won't really pierce the wall so everyone else notices. I'll put on. Uh, I'll put on some soothing, gentle pan flute music then. In the background. So obviously, don't want to raise any suspicions. Obviously, yeah. Bond Grey can't play. He's tone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like a giant game of Among Us in the castle. Fantastic. When you've all taken your short rest, I'm going to quickly roll some dice. Um, Azua, could you please roll me a d10? And Talari, could you please roll me a d10? Four. 11. Awesome. 11 from one hit dice. <laughs> nice. So we've got a five from Azua Two. and a... And a Holy shit. Talari, what did you get for your D10? Uh, just a second. Uh, five. Oh, five and five. Okay. 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 As you guys take your short rest, your sort of 45 minute hour quick breather... What sort of things would you each be doing during this time? Starting with Mira, what are you doing during this quick, brief period of time? Mira, mm. uh, she would be... She's really, really badly hurt. Um, so <laughs> I am very badly like, hurt. <laughs> yeah, very badly hurt. <laughs> um, so I guess she'd just be going into her sort of... Um, uh, happy place, happy safe place. So maybe <laughs> okay. Filing the papers that were strewn around, like she's come back to them and she's just kind of filing them away and making notes, making lists. But just like, yeah, just trying to recover her, recover herself. She's probably bandaging herself up, actually. Okay. She's yeah. really bad. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and Talari? Well, Talari would be doing his uh, odd mixture of. 
yoga, contortion, and tai chi. Um, <laughs> okay. So he's balancing himself just off on the tips of his toes and bending all the way back around until his uh, until his head pokes out from beneath his legs. He's then does like a slow like hands um, hands stand from that, and mm-hmm. then he sort of pops his staff down and lifts himself up with just his tail and the single foot, and he's sort of like contorting and bending himself around and just sort of bringing himself back to. Proving that cats are made of liquid. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Cats. Cats aren't really a solid. They're definitely a liquid. Yeah. Fantastic. Azua. Uh, I'm very similar to uh, our other resident monk, uh, and I'm doing my own car- series of carters and stances. Fantastic. So kind of moving between almost like attacking movements and energy flow from. My hands are up high, and then I'm swinging them down into a into a whirl kick, but all on one foot. And I'm um, quite graceful, and uh, I'm doing the whole thing with my eyes closed. If you look closely enough, there are moments when my foot is actually not touching the floor. Ooh, and okay. I seem to be, I seem to be levitating. Ooh, very nice. Uh, Wiltix. You're looking very closely. Wiltix, I'm guessing you you come out of wolf form at this point, right? I do, I do. Can I ask as well, when we were upstairs before, would people have noticed me sneak into the other room to take a mask if they were checking out the other room? Ooh. No, I, oh, I did not look, so I would not have noticed. Wiltix. Well, actually, I have a percep- passive perception. What is your passive perception? passive perception, so maybe I would have seen. What, what is your passive uh, perception? I believe uh, it's 19 16. or 20? Well, stealth is 24. I don't know if that's... Oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking of Ale because you had the observant feet. No, 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 sorry. Right, yeah, another yeah, character. No, 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 you're like 50. Yeah, no, so you definitely don't see Wiltix. Uh, Wiltix, absolutely. Um, on your digitigrade pads, your soft woven pads, you very nimbly and very carefully and slowly make your way towards the closest sleeping cultist. You reach forward using your long hooked claws to basically like hook up the mask through the eyepiece, lifting it very gently. As you begin to bring it closer back towards you, your tail softly brushing against the floor, the cultist turns away from you, eyes still closed as he moves about in his sleep. You bring the mask closer to you, step back out of the room and softly close the door. Mm-hmm. Great. So now that I'm downstairs and yep. we're taking our short rest, I'd be uh, hiding that mask. Or probably somewhere in my hat, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that you <laughs> can to absolutely shove it inside the lining of the hat. And that Do you know what? If you if you want to take some time to like stitch it into the lining, you can even pull it down. I'd say as a bonus action, if you need to. Perfect. Yep, that's uh, that's. I'll do exactly that then. And uh, once I've done that, I'd be also wrapping up my arms from the cuts that I gave myself during yep. the uh, the fight. Absolutely. So. And Jin. I'll be playing the um, Song of Rest, mm-hmm. so I'll be, I'll be sort of, I'm just going to sit on like the desk chair that he would have at the, uh, yeah. the table. I'm just sort of prop myself back like that, arms, like legs up on the table, like I'm just sort of leaning back on the chair, um, playing the, the flute. Forget that Song of Rest. Um, I have to play the Song of Rest for actually, like... Oh, I'd say I like, like 10, 15 minutes is fine. All right, so I'll do that for 10, 15. Yeah. And then I'll sort of stop to sort of just sort of relax myself. Mm-hmm. And I think I wouldn't be doing much. Like, I think 
I think, actually, I would be doing a fair amount. I would probably be looking at these things still, just getting a little bit more insight on yes. who Born Grey is. But do you want to roll me an insight check? I'll do an insight check. Just to sort of see what you learn about Born Grey's mannerisms from his stuff. 15. Yeah, you, you feel like you've got a better understanding of who Born Grey is and how he speaks, most importantly, from reading through the letters and notes on his desk. You get a, bit of, a, better, a better understanding of his lexicon, of what he says and how he phrases things and how he says things. Um you think you're going to be that much more persuasive to pass yourself off as Born Grey as a result of doing Perfect. that. Very nicely done. Ooh, very, very yeah, clever. As well, like, obviously, my voice is never going to be the same as yours when I do it. So <laughs> That's so good. Retcon that in the game. So I yes, yes, like, of, of course. Yes, I understand. Yeah, yes, of course, I understand. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you're pretty good, eh? That's, it's not too bad at all. I, I, up, I had to just hear it to pick it up. As well. Yes, that's right. That's how I do voices, too. Um, yes, that's right. Perfect. You guys complete your um, short rest. Cool. What would you five like to do? Are you heading downstairs or upstairs? Or out of the castle and to the dragon's lair? Or in a completely different direction that I haven't stated there? Also, um... So our main mission... Was to find out... to find information. Your goal was to find out where the cult are, where they're taking the treasure, and what they're doing with it. Oh, okay. So we need to go through the pool. A few of the ticked. But portal time, I reckon. I think it's portal time. So yeah, I'll, 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 to the harpers. Jim, if we do die, Jim, you would know that uh, to communicate with the harpers is going to require. Um, either magic spells like sending or something like that um or some sort of messenger bird potentially i don't think i have in either of those at the moment no okay generally um generally Jin, you know that when you're sent on assignment you're and and you're in deep cover which you are often in deep cover there's very few ways to get out and to get information out as a way of protecting the rest of the college um your college of bards survives by being like by people not knowing anything about them basically and your efficacy comes from being able to to be fully immersed and be independent operatives in the field just out of curiosity Jim how far away is your college um from this uh what was the voice again Owen sorry uh it was this uh sounds like this yes yeah, sounds like this I'll try my best um from this exact location? Yes. Oh god, how <laughs> From this exact location, Owen, how uh, roughly like... So the city of Palin, the capital city of Palin, hundreds of miles at this point. You guys have travelled quite a distance. <laughs> so I'll look at, um, Tilara and like, look, um, it's definitely a few hundred miles away from this location. It's in the capital city of Palin. So that would take you, say, a couple of weeks to get there? Well, it took me a couple of weeks to get to this point. Mm. Well, so, um... not, not, not just yet, but if it is of utmost importance, I could make that run in four days. Huh. <laughs> Jesus. Four days. That's really. that game. Uh... What is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Talari, you know that you're exaggerating slightly. Just check it. Yeah, I'll just have an insight 
check. I was just gonna do <laughs> You can make an insight check. Not by much. You've got you're very fast, especially with your tabaxi speed as well. Insight check. Um, insight check, go on, make an insight check. Oh my God. Natural one. Natural one. Um, you yeah. reckon, if anything, he's being modest. He could do it in two. Wow. <laughs> that is so quick. Yeah, um, cross cross half the continent in just two days, you reckon. Would I have, like, in, like, the major cities, though? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's bureaus and things like that. Absolutely. So there'd be, like, there could be, like, contacts and oh yeah like absolutely yeah 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 and you know that the harpers oh sorry you go i was gonna say and like in the major cities and maybe even some of the not major cities but built up cities maybe like there could be some methods there as well yeah you know so that like the harpers small... are pretty harpers are pretty um a pretty expansive organization you know that you could find yeah. a contact with the harpers if you needed to get into contact your college is a little bit less prolific they're, they're they're sort of very special operatives within the field of yeah, exactly. intelligence and things like that so you, you you wouldn't find um bard college members everywhere but definitely harpers you'd find everywhere and you've got a, an, an agreement with them basically you're working with them at the moment you'd, you'd be able to I'm find someone working for them right now mm. and you know that there are certain symbols as well which let you know when you are in an area where a harper operative might be that you could speak to yeah. like like the thieves guilds so um, probably... have the thieves can't to communicate. There are some secret symbols that you would know. Yeah, so that's probably something like... So all this information we get, like all the information gathering, we have to go to like a... I think the easiest way is to just stay alive and we'll, uh, well give them the information it. back in person. <laughs> How much is Yeah, it's not a bad point. Yeah. So yeah, well, I'll, I'll shall we just get up here and share. Well, yeah, I reckon. Sounds good. Sure. Sure. Alrighty. Where would you guys like to go? Portal. Okay. Is that right, everyone? So, yeah, let's let's find ourselves a uh, multi-dimensional portal. Alrighty, so I'll take care of Mira and Talari for the tokens because you guys can't move yourselves at the moment. Um, Wiltix, Azur, and Jin, um, you know where you have to go. You have to head back across into the where, uh, area where the blue bugs were. So I will move you all across there now. Um, because you have that map of the the rough map of the tower, you know vaguely where you're going. Now, who's taking point on speaking with the blue bugs? Just so that I know. I feel like it probably still be me because I'm born great at the moment. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think from here on in, I think Born Granny to the Any other things? Actually, quickly as well, what I would have done. Yes. By the way, when we were having a short rest, I would have just given out the gold and silver to everyone individually for now. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to give this five of us so everyone gets five gold. There's 25 gold. And then 42 silver is about 8.4. So I'm just going to give eight silver to everyone. Awesome. While you're doing that, I'm just going to oh. open the door. My puppy's trying to get out. <laughs> I'll be two seconds. Easy, easy. So everyone add an eight so eight silver and five gold, was it? Yep. Sweet. We have okay, a little it. money. <laughs> I now have a grand total of five gold and eight silver. Ooh, <laughs> five gold and eight silver. Where's all your money? <laughs> have you spent it? No, I think hey, someone just, We had um, a group pool, didn't we? Yes, but um, so. it was 
That was Emmerich's job at that point. He was the quartermaster. Oh, um, Emmerich took our money. (laughs) (laughs) I think what he would have done is, let's just say for all intents and purposes, he would have taken it with him, but the guild, Tempest Guild, left it with our old... Whose name has escaped me. (laughs) Who's that, sorry? Oh, yeah. Who's um, who's our warden? Uh, We had Gerson, didn't we? Yes. Oh, your steward, Leosin. Yeah, yeah, Leosin. Yeah. So Sorry, I, when you said warden, I was like, wait, your warden? Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, um, your steward, Leosin. For all intents and purposes, I think maybe, maybe like, Emmerich probably would have maybe left it. No, but I'm not going to retcon it. I think he would have just walked to the, the Tempest Guild and left it with Leosin. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, like, he want to retcon it that he left just, like, a big pile of gold next to his letter. When he left, you could do that too. No, I, th- I think um, I think it makes sense that Emric would walk off not thinking of that because you didn't think of that as a player, and I then did not think of that. later on Emric's like, oh shit. <laughs> it wasn't even that much. I think it was like forty gold or something. Yeah, it wasn't. It was thirty-eight enough. gold. Yeah, but ten GP. Yeah. So it Easy. wasn't even like that much. It was more because we had the whole villa that we got gifted yeah. to us. Yeah. That was like the big like cash. Exactly. Prize. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, so he will leave the thirty-eight gold. I believe that was called the Night Hall as well wasn't it your location night hall the night hall uh fantastic all right cool so you guys step into the room immediately you can see that the bullywugs have fallen into even more disarray since you were last here there are a number of groups arguing with themselves in corners what looks like small factions are opening up in the bullywugs political (laughs) gossip and intrigue going wild and at the back you can see Farblex Spatagoo talking to his lawyer frog and captain of the guard, Fruity Bulliani. As you enter, there is no notice of you entering at all. No attention is paid to you. You are... I would say that you would tell, just from your passive insights, that you are being deliberately ignored at this point, while Fruity and Farblex have a very heated, softly spoken discussion. Um, You catch occasional words of... But that's a ridiculous amount of money. How, how can you charge that much money? How, this, this is stupid. How can you charge that much per day? That's just how much I'll cost you. you got to pay for the best. If you want me as your lawyer, that's what it's going to cost. No, I'm not paying you. I refuse to pay. I'm not paying you for that service. You you went to the wrong place to do a, a speech that made no sense at all. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a, look, I booked the venue in advance using the corporate card. It's not a problem, sir. It's just it's not an issue. Uh, is what you hear going on. You ruined my joke. As you look over, as you as as you stare closely at Fruity Bulliani, um, you notice that the pigmentation on his head, because um, a lot of the a lot of the bullywugs have these like. Um, pigmentations that uh, that are across their bodies. They've got these sort of like stripes and pigmentations. It looks like the pigmentation is beginning to run a little bit down the side of his face. And as he's talking and getting sweatier, more and more starts to drip onto the floor and onto his hands. And he sort of wipes his brow and smears it across his face. This this what you what you now start to think is some sort of like iodine dye potentially. <laughs> I mean, I have heard bullywogs are pretty slimy, so this makes sense. 
I'm a slimy lawyer frog. He doesn't say that. Um, yeah, look, if you, if, you, if, you keep, if you want me to represent you at these upcoming trials, you're going to have to keep paying me 200,000 copper pieces per day. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like all these American politics references are basically just for Claire and Michael at this stage. <laughs> um, I do I do find it a bit weird how how much of the goss I seem to know, considering I don't really watch the news that often. I sort of get my news just sort of by osmosis. Yeah. Um, Twitter is the best source of news. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I say that as a complete joke. Andrew, I might have to. I might have to mark that comment as potentially false or misleading. <laughs> isn't that? Isn't that the whole? Isn't that the whole joke? That it's yeah, like... yeah, yeah. No, we we agree. We agree absolutely. Um, but yeah, if you guys just want to completely ignore this uh, hilarious. A ten-hour-long comedy uh, routine that I wrote up uh, over the past two months. You can absolutely just bypass it. That's fine. No, I'm kidding. I, this is all improvised. Feel free to head on through. Like I'm running oh, by the seat of my pants just here. I will walk up to them quickly and go. Um, sorry to annoy you, uh, annoy you, gentlemen, but um, what seems to be the kerfuffle? It's a it's private private frog business. This is none of your business. Uh, you you can keep on walking through. This is none of your business. We're we're dealing with a with a crisis here. There's, I mean, this whole thing. It was stolen. This whole thing was stolen. It's it's ridiculous. It's all fake. It's all fake news, and it's all stolen. <laughs> do you know, do you know how many dead frogs voted in this election? Oh my god. Too far. Election? Are you? Are you what's the system that you're using for these elections? Well, I, I, I always try to push for uh, trial by wealth, um, where uh, where we basically just elect the wealthiest person, which is me, because I am I am the god. But uh, apparently, apparently the the, the other frogs, they're, 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 it's all fake news. They've just been coming up with these lies about having a like a an actual like a like a popularity kind of contest. But I mean, I clearly won. I'm I'm their god. Uh, and over from the corner, you hear one of the other bullywogs cough and go, <coughs> Former God. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm a God in everyone's eyes. Uh, I've got the best eyes. Uh, I'm the best God. This, this, this is not going to work. This system. Well, we should leave them there. I do look at Fireblade quickly and say, um, is it true what I've heard here? What have you heard? I've heard that she's come to the castle and she's um kicking up a bit of a fuss. Come to the come to the castle, Fruity. Why didn't you warn me of this? Um, at which point Fruity goes, "Well, you haven't paid. You haven't paid me. I, I, I'm, you, you need to pay me. There's like six years worth of legal fees." Yeah, I, like, I don't think you understand. Like, even if you were to win the popular vote based on wealth, I, I, w I would win it because I own your wealth at this point, sir. Oh, no. I need to build a bigger wall. Well, look, well, look, Farblack, sir. I can say you're a bit, um, a little bit busy. 
You're, we're, we're not going anywhere. Go we should have won, and frankly, we did win. Well, There's going to be a smooth we'll, transition we'll, to another Fireblex, uh, Fireblex uh, Deocracy. Oh, God. Well, best of luck to you. We're going to go downstairs. Don't mind us. Are you, are you, are you're free to move throughout the, the brown house as you, see, as you see fit. I'm very aware. Just push past him, head on downstairs. Fantastic. I'll move you guys downstairs. Uh, I'll just move you back here, Jin, so I can copy you guys all at the same time. Perfect. I do love the, uh, I do love Fruity Bulliani. Fruity Bulliani. Who will never get his money. No. <laughs> He's wow. never getting that money. Oh my god. Nope. That's... So that's that's why I wrote down this note. Co covet something, but not Fireblex is seen to power. He's getting something else out of this, and that must be 200,000 copper. Per day. <laughs> I love it. 200,000 copper per day. <laughs> you know what? That, that, that adds up. Yeah. Uh, it, oh, yeah, it does. It's actually a sizable amount. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's copper. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it absolutely adds oh, up. Oh, Jin's awesome. Jin's so big. Oh, okay. My bad. There you go, guys. Uh, and it looks like the um, the Roll20 lights are working again, too. Can you see that? Yeah, it is. Is the, yes. is the dynamic lighting working Very perfectly? Nice. Okay. <laughs> I've been running a, like a, an update in the background to fix it, so I'm pleased that's finally fucking working. <laughs> Alrighty. It um, looks super dramatic. Let me describe the area that you emerged to. Alrighty. The steps down from the southwest tower spill out into the chamber. It's brightly lit, lanterns hanging next to the entrance and the other near the northwest opening. The chamber is completely empty. Only the sound of dripping water echoes through the cavern, coming from up towards the... Oh, sorry, from down towards the southeast. In front of you, you can see a large pool of water. A little more than a puddle, maybe a foot deep near the centre. Seems to be etched a little bit into the stone, almost like it's eroded away. Like the stone is soft limestone, but the walls around you seem to be a much harder granite stone. You can see there are small gaps. One in the water leading towards the east. There's a series of stairs leading down towards the southeast. And across the pool of water, a large set of stairs leading up towards the northwest. And that is what you guys can see. Hey. Mm. Um, how old does this place look, Owen? Oh, very old. These caverns look ancient. The water has eroded away at the stone. Um, the stone is pitted and, and, and marked where the water has been. Uh, do you want to make me a history check, Azua? Not very. Historical. I'd say history or perception, actually. Oh, yeah, we'll do the history. No, 12's good. Yeah, looking around, you think this cavern is very, very old. It's a natural forming cavern that's then been shaped by hands later on. Um, looks like it's been pretty unchanged for quite a while. Many, many hundreds of years, you suspect. Is there a general, like, is there a, any idea of what, um, I suppose species is the wrong word, but like what creatures might be made this? Looking at the stone... Yeah, as you have a bit of a look at the stone, the cavern itself looks to be 
looks to be naturally formed, so it doesn't look like anyone's worked this to make the caverns. The steps have been carved in. Um, hard to say who by. Very hard to say who by. Um, okay. Yeah, but definitely, like definitely humanoids. No, no, there hasn't. No extra work has been done. It's only the bare minimum of what's required to keep this place okay. easy to navigate. Uh, I would say that, judging by the size of the stairs, you know that the creatures were roughly humanoid in size who carved these, because okay. the stairs are designed for creatures of that size. So I would say that you do get that information. The ceiling is only ten feet high, so okay. it's quite it's quite a high cavern, but it's not like 20, 30 feet, and it's not six feet. Yeah. So it's not it's not for smaller creatures. You think creatures about the same size as yourselves, maybe a touch bigger. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Is there any uh, like markings on the walls or writings or anything like that? No, as I said, no, no extra effort has been taken to make this place look pretty or anything other than just an old deserted cave system. Cool. Well, no, no footprints on the ground. Footprints on the ground that we can find. No, it's, it's very uh, rough stone. Um, there are no bloodied marks or footprints or anything like that leading to uh, any areas that you can see. However, I would say that given your... Do you want to make me a quick survival check, uh, Wiltix, with advantage? Sure thing. Uh, 20. 20. Um, there is the strong scent of smells of people and bullywugs uh, towards the northwest, uh, as if that is a passageway that is much more commonly travelled. Um down towards the southeast almost like an insect-like smell it's very chitinous to your knowledge to your nose smells very um yeah sort of reminiscent of insects and sense anything up near the water where the water's coming the water has a bit of a slight tang to the smell it smells a bit sort of off to you um there's a sharp sort of, and as you take a big breath in, it sort of burns your nose very briefly for a few seconds. You have to sneeze it out again. Um, there's something off about the water. It doesn't smell quite right to you. Oh, I'm going to walk up to the, the water and uh, have a little peek down the, the way that it's all coming. So if I Me go up to the side here, is there a ledge for me to walk on the side? Uh, you'd have to step into the water, unfortunately. Do I look like I want to step into the water when I get closer? Does it look like it's... It's it's as I've described. The water has worn and pitted away at the rock. And as you get closer, that sort of sharp, acidic smell hits your nose again. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Acidic, did you say? Yeah, it's a very acrid smell. Oh, great. <laughs> that's just... That's, that, that's clear speaking. Not mirror. Because I was about to turn to a go, are you okay then? You look disturbed. No, I'm not Mira. Okay. Mira's fine. This is fine. Maybe Mira, maybe you say that. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Would I know about black dragons and their properties? Uh, Absolutely, you would, Mira. But has Wiltix Wiltix described any of this to the party? Oh, man. That's a really good point. Um, oh look, I, I assume everyone was looking around at the moment. Is, is everyone? Did everyone just huddle in the stairway, or was I <laughs> just let you walk in by yourself? As you're walking out, I would I would be walking out looking at things as well. Same, same. Yeah, you guys are all welcome to make um, 
I think, uh, yeah, make uh, a perception I, check. Azur, do you want to make one with advantage? Because you've got the highest perception out of everyone, and that way Mira and Talari can help you and give you advantage and do the help action. Again, I'm being I'm being nice to him because it's our first session back. Thank you. Uh, do you want to roll, Simon? Because we don't. Uh, yeah, what do you want to roll? A d20, was it? Uh, it was Azur, I think, was making a perception check with advantage. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 you're good. You just, you get advantage on this because they're going to help you. 14 is the first, 11 is the second. As you look down the corridor, Azur, you can see that this area is much less traveled. Um, But listening out, you can hear the sounds of the croaking, the very distinctive croaking voice of bullywugs coming from below. It looks like two bullywugs talking to each other. You can sort of hear this, like very strange croaking language that you've heard before when bullywugs are talking to each other in, in a language other than common, which you suspect is their own tongue. Coming from the southeast. Interesting. It is interesting. I like to think so. I, I like to make sure you guys have got lots of interesting stuff to interact with. <laughs> I try my best. Uh, um, I'm just going to touch, like, because obviously I'm a bit wary of the water because of the, uh, the smell. If I just touch the edge of it with my... Uh, my boot. As you touch the puddle, nothing happens. <laughs> Do I smell my feet burning? No. <laughs> as, as, you, as you look, you can see that the water appears to be very slightly acidic. So basically, it's like quicklime. So you know when... Uh, when uh, here we go. We're going to get some real-world science here, everybody. Sit tight. Um, when you dig a quarry... Um, specifically for um, limestone and things like that you, when you leave behind the um, the slag limestone over time as the quarry fills up with rain the limestone actually leaches into the water and forms a very very corrosive substance called quicklime but because it's not purified it's it's a very diluted form it's only very slightly acidic so if you go swimming in that as a person you can get some very slight damage to eardrums and things like that like mucous membranes um, but nothing, no, it's not going to dissolve you. So that's what this is. It looks like a limestone cavern that the water has filled up and has formed a very mild quicklime. Well, I'm just intrigued because I would like to see where the water is coming from. If I, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I think it's safe, I'm going to walk up to the edge here. And I'm assuming it's not too deep around the edges. Would that be safe? No, to it's say? only a foot. It's only a foot deep. So I guess that is a little bit deep for you, but not too well, deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, can if I take a couple of steps around? Yeah. Do I see anything interesting? Uh, only what you see there. I can describe the room to you, but um, you see stone, a uh, stone cavern, water seeping through the walls above. It looks like the swamp itself is actually um, the water from the swamp above is very slowly seeping through the limestone cavern. Um, Grey stone all around you. Doesn't seem to be anything inside at this point, and there's no sound coming from this chamber either. I'm going to keep walking on my way through. So yeah. can I see where the source of the water is coming from? It looks like it's actually leaking through the walls and ceiling from above. It looks like it's actually um, very slowly filtering through the mud and stone. Um, limestone's quite porous, sort of very slowly filtering oh. through. So coming through the ceiling and everything. Okay. Uh, yeah. And how deep underground do I think we are at the moment? Oh, judging by the stairs, you reckon you're easily 20 feet underground. Okay. So cool. very slowly. Well, I'm going to head head back to everyone else then mm-hmm. and let them know hey guys there's there's nothing around the corner but uh, uh, we'll take, if we want sorry, to sorry buddy as you step here oh yep a section of the floor 
begins to move and undulate as a grey slimy mass rises and a pseudopod slaps out towards you. Could I please have you roll me initiative? That's a net one. A grey ooze. I'm just going to sort of say, um, um, Wilton, are you okay over there? Anything, what, what is the room? Um, that's right, I'll be yelling back because at this point I'm starting to walk backwards when I notice this and go, well, it doesn't seem like there's anything back here, just uh, <laughs> yeah. looking where the water's coming from. <laughs> Azua, could I please have initiative for you? Yep. 12, fantastic. Um, and Mira? 21. And Talari. 17. 17. And the ooze. <laughs> Great ooze, 16. Alrighty, fantastic. I'll just turn that music up a teensy bit so we get the full. There we go. Oh, I actually I can't have... see you, um, Wilbix, on, um, on my map. No, you can't because he's, he's gone around the corner. <laughs> That's why Amazing. I said Wiltix are doing around there. I don't know. Oh. What he, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Great ooze is first. The great ooze is going to roll. So as this thing rises from the ground, Wiltix, it flings out this grey tentacle that flies towards you. Does a fifteen hit you? No, it does not. The grey ooze hits against your side, and that is the ooze's go. Azua, at this point, you know nothing about any of this. As far as you're aware, nothing is wrong. Uh, well, I'm just going to use my turn to keep investigating. Absolutely. Do you want to roll me an investigation check? Yeah, no, no, 100%. Just actually roll me an investigation check. As you have a bit of a look around the area, um, you definitely get the sense that the pathway to the north is much more worn and travelled. Um, it seems to be the more the more commonly used pathway. And now that you're paying a bit more attention, as well, you can start to see drag marks in the floor where it looks like things are being dragged towards the north. Maybe heavy boxes, carts, items, things like that. Jin. North it is. Um, okay, so when I called out to Wiltix yeah. and I said, hey, you know, hey, you doing around the corner? And yeah, Wiltix said, can respond as a free action. So didn't he say, like, oh, it's all pretty good or something? <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay, then that's what you hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, before uh, the slime monster came back. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm yeah. happy for Wiltix to call out. You can call out as a reaction, Wiltix. Uh, uh, there seems to be a slime ball trying to hit me, I think. <laughs> I've never I seen something like that. reaction, is it? I'd say that's his. Uh, as, that's a free action for him to call out. That's fine. Okay. As I said, first session back. I'm going to be nice to you. Look, um, he hasn't really described it too well. Mm-mm. He hasn't. Oh, have I ever thing. seen anything like this before, Alan? Uh, do you want me to show you a picture of what it looks like? Oh, maybe I can. Oh, like yeah. Character has like. You probably would have interacted with monsters before. Um, this is a grey like ooze. <laughs> so basically, it's a collection. It's it's a slime. Um, do you, you know slimes, right, Sai? Do I know slimes? Yeah, you know you know slimes in D and D, like the the monsters that are like gelatinous cubes and things like that. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, this yeah. is just a great. It's just a great one of that. 
Oh, no, fair enough. Yeah. I just meant the character himself would he know. But, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you would know. Yeah, you, you, you would recognize this as some sort of slime monster, some sort of ooze or slime. Cool. That's, I'd be just yelling at, yep, slime monster. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, slime monster, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jin. Okay, so I'm going to move up 30 feet. Mm hmm. 25, 30. Oh, I can't see it, can I? If you can't see it on your screen, then you can't see it. No. You can see me, I think, possibly. Uh, I, I don't think I can see anything there, I will take some. Might have to come a bit further around, but um, what I'll do is, I'll, I'll send him a bardic inspiration because he sounds a little distressed. Yeah, we'll so, see um, you have a bardic inspiration. Yeah, I'll use one of my bardic inspirations. I'll just be like, it's okay, yeah, we're too excited. Sure, it's uh, nothing too too horrible. I should just do like some like encouraging words. Mm-hmm. And then, look, I'm just going to ready a Eldritch Blast just in case like anything hostile pops up. Yep, if you see anything hostile, you'll Eldritch Blast it. Great use of a held action. Fantastic. Talari, you're next. Uh, so I've heard that, yes? Yes, yeah, you've all heard that. All right, so, sorry, I don't have access to the map. Around about how far away? Oh, yes, so currently... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, up, and 5, 10, 15, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 50 across. So it's quite a distance away. Easy. Uh, for the first time, you see him go down onto all fours, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to charge 80 feet. Oh my god, yep. Absolutely. Oh my god. Towards so I'll put where, you up, uh, I'll you're up with where the sound came from. So uh, is, you can sorry. you can get you can get five feet five feet away from wow. Biltix, fifteen feet away from the ooze. As you watch as Talari just drops to all fours and then sprints this sort of incredible speed across the floor, essentially sprinting up to Wiltix in no time at all. Cool. He passes. I'll sort of just go. Oh, maybe he's uh, maybe you could get to Palin in four days. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now now you think like, oh, maybe he wasn't bragging. <laughs> yeah, as he like sprints past, imagine like a little bit of, like wind from like from him like just going that fast, just so it hits me as like he goes past. <laughs> I'll allow. It's like delayed. It's delayed. I love it. I love it. Oh. You went to a bit of water though. How do you feel about the? We hate water. Oh, I hate water, but if things running too fast, just go over it. <laughs> it catches up with him later. Yeah, later on he's like, <laughs> as he's sleeping, as he's sleeping that night, suddenly he just thinks he's like, oh, I touched water today. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. If, if it gets a little bit, um, a little bit submerged, he'll spend the, uh, spend part of the night before he goes to sleep, making himself clean. So. Oh, that's acidic water too. That's going to be good. Awesome. Exactly. Uh, Talara. Right, so, uh, all right. So that was my movement. Mm -hmm. Just my movement. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go. So you say I'm 15 feet away from the... The ooze, yes. Five from... So has it tried to attack him yet? Uh, not that you've seen. Is it coming towards him? At the moment, it's just sort of... It hasn't moved from its original position. It flung out a pseudopod towards him. It's slowly reeling the pseudopod back in. But apart from that, it doesn't look like it's moving just at the moment. It looks like it's fairly stationary. All right, so, so I kind of do the, the whole the, the road runner when he stops the thing next to Wiltix. Mm-hmm. 
and um, picks up me like, do you think this is a problem? Should we fight? I, uh, I think I just startled him, so I think I might just try and run away. <laughs> this is okay. We will back off, sorry. See what uh, happens. Awesome. Uh, anything else in your turn to learn? Um, look, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do a key point to do um, patient defense. Absolutely, so I have disadvantage to attack you. Yes. six. it is your turn. Uh, do I need uh, you don't need to, you're more than five feet away. Perfect. I am just going to go dash, then go whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch as Wiltix just runs out of the room as quickly as his little legs allow him. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, anything else in your turn, Wiltix? Uh, do I think it would be following me? Like, I'm assuming slime doesn't like water. Is that uh, a... Do you want to make me a, uh, <laughs> a nature stuff? check? A what, sorry? Do you want to make me a nature check? I sure do. 14. That's a 14. Uh, yeah, you're you're quietly confident that the slime is probably not going to follow you across this water. Um, so, you suspect yeah, that its form would be too disrupted by the sudden introduction of a, a great volume of liquid. Perfect. So uh, yeah, just do the runaway, and that's 50 feet there. Fantastic. Um, I'm gonna. There's no way the ooze can get to you guys. Do you want me to break initiative there and we can carry on? Because if you guys are gonna run out of the room, there's nothing it can do to stop you. Perfect. <laughs> well, I didn't even make it to the room, so. No. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it's it. As long as Talari on his turn leaves the room, that's it. That's all it can do. So. <laughs> I'll move you guys back into the room and we'll jump out of initiative. Um, as you guys walk out of the room, you sort of see the slime move up to the edge of the water, put a tendril in, the tendril begins to dissipate and dissolve in the water, it pulls the tendril back and then moves back into the cavern, back to where it was before and disappears into the stone. Okay. And that's what you said. Well, well, that was fun. <laughs> Poor little slime. <laughs> Poor little Tucker. I'm sad. I'm sad that it's on its own. Friend. Maybe you just needed a hug, Andrew. <laughs> oh. I'm not hugging Andrew, no hug it. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, Andrew, as, a, come on. As, a, as I am dissolved by slime. <laughs> it's the endless hug. <laughs> oh, nice. What would you guys like so, to do? Did you say the smell of bullywogs? Yeah, southeast. You can hear the the sound of bullywugs talking. Um, up towards okay. the northwest, there are drag marks and tracks heading towards mm, the pathway. That looks very well travelled. Mm. That sounds, sounds like the path we should take. Likely. It's a clue, <laughs> says Mira. It's a clue, Maggie. Oh, fantastic. Um, I'll move you guys up to yeah, here. Then. Head up. Fantastic. Uh, as you guys move up the corridor and begin heading around the corner. Um, again, the sound of that strange sort of croaking guttural bullywug language hits your hits your ears. And as you come around the corner, you can see there are three bullywugs standing at a crossroads. There is a pathway heading down towards the south uh, east, a pathway heading down towards the southwest, and there is a pathway heading directly up towards the northwest. The tracks that you've been following seem to head towards the northwest, and as you approach, 
Um, the bullywug who's standing in the way of that pathway salutes smartly and steps to the side, Jin, as you step forward as Dralmarabon Grey, yep. wearing his face. Uh, the bullywug goes, Well, we, we weren't expecting you for another day or so. Is there more treasure, or do you, do you have business with the lodge? Look, uh, some things have uh, popped up in the last um, couple of hours. I, I require another inspection of the lodge. Yes, of course, sir. Please head through at your pleasure. He steps towards the side, uh, and the other bullywogs yeah. move to the side and allow you passageway towards the north. So they're gesturing towards the north? They they step to the side. Um, from They were originally blocking the pathway towards the northwest. They step aside um, and open the pathway up. Cool. I will just sort of walk past them with a bit of a, you know, stride in my step to assert just authority, I guess, and then mm-hmm. I'll just sort of nod at them as I go past. Very nice. Alrighty. As you guys walk through the corridor, we're going to switch to some slightly different music for this one. As you guys enter the room, you see something that is very different to what you imagined. Those of you who are used to teleportation circles are familiar with circles on the ground of of arcane runes with locations tied to them that you can use to travel to different locations. This is something else entirely. Jin and Mira, both of you have been in the capital city of Palin. You recognize a strangely familiar sight, half buried into the stone wall of this cavern is a giant's teleportation nexus. In the city of Palin, standing atop a large open platform is a giant, essentially a stargate, a giant stone circle, um, a circle archway that is a complete circle that moves around. And in front of it is a large dais with symbols. These are the symbols that the giants used to create portals to other realms, other nexus, and even through time, it's been rumored. This portal is a lot smaller. It looks like it was designed by the giants, but is uh, probably not used by the stone giants or the storm giants, more likely hill giants. This was a, a much more rough creation. But as you look at it, you can see the telltale signs, the script in the giant runic language, and the half-broken dais standing much in the same position it would if it was in Palin. You suspect this is a giant's teleportation nexus. Long forgotten, half buried in the stone, it's been almost petrified into the rock around it. And someone has attached a series of crystals to the dais, the control dais, and to the central archway itself. It looks like someone has attempted to modify the design to get it working again. And that is what we see. Whoa, that's so cool. I had some fun with this. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I sort of said to everyone, sort of say, well, um, well, should I um, say the word? Is there anyone else in the room? No, it's just you guys alone. As as you moved through, one of the bullywugs 
went back to his post guarding the passageway in. Indeed. I think that's the only thing we can do. I will say the command word. Um, Drazer? I don't know how to say it properly. Drazia. Drazia. As you speak. As you speak the word. The crystals begin glowing. Pulsing with this strange light blue purple glow. That then quickly spreads to the dais. Emerging from the shadows cast by this glow, a shadowy figure stands, looking very much like Drell Morar Borngray, and it begins turning the dais, um, turning the symbols on the dais, essentially plugging in some sort of code. As it does so, with large tunk, tunk, thunks, the gateway begins to rotate, sections of it splitting up and moving through each other. And a light blue glow, exactly, a light blue glow begins to form in the center. And it gets brighter and brighter and brighter until with a loud sort of ripping noise, the fabric of reality is torn apart in front of you. Snow and cold air begin pouring through this rend in the air in front of you. And you can see blue sky, snow, and the tops of mountains through this tear in the fabric of reality. As the snow begins to sort of pour through cold mist. And you see a portal leading to somewhere unknown. What would you guys like to do? Look, I'm just going to step in. Yeah, yeah. walk through it. <laughs> Is everyone walking through? Is everyone walking through? Delirium pokes it with his staff first. Uh, with almost like a ripple of water, the staff pushes through and comes back again. As the others step through, there's almost a ripple as they step in and then disappear. Clark goes another road and walks through. And with that, we will end tonight's session. It's a great time. I think it's a great time to end it. I think that's a really good spot to wrap up for tonight. So thank you so much for joining us, everybody. It's so nice to be back. Oh my goodness, I've missed this. Um, I can't, I can't believe, um, can't believe how much of the castle you guys have bypassed. I'm just, just for, just for my own sake, I just want to quickly show you how much you guys have skipped, just because I think you'll find it pretty funny. So I'm going to turn off dynamic lighting and I'm going to show you all the things that you skipped in the castle. That's because we obsessively investigated that cavern the other time. Yeah, so I'm just showing the stream as well. So this is all the stuff they missed on that page. Oh my yes. god. Here's the third floor. I'll just turn off dynamic lighting on this page too. There we go. Here's the next one. Well, I'm, then... I'm glad you didn't go through too much effort for this castle. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Now we've got this one. This is level two. And you guys didn't even explore all of level one. Look. <sighs> nah, it's all oh, good. Look, it <laughs> no, no, no. Feel better. I was hoping to flood the cavern so that way, you know, no one could come back through. <laughs> That's why I was looking for the water source. But, uh, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Completely wipe it off. But, no, uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, no, no, no. Absolutely. It's it's all okay. Like, I'm mostly, I'm mostly I will kidding. Admit, me turning into Born Grey probably expedited a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. so... 
master of the castle. Like, no one's going to question Vaughn Grey. No. In Vaughn Grey's clothes. No. Um, no, absolutely not. That was that was really well done. Um, so thank you so much, everybody, who's joined us back. It's it's so lovely to have you guys. So lovely to be back. Um, thank you to the the people who um, who are joining us halfway through as well. We got up to uh, 11, 12 viewers there. That was awesome. We were on the uh, we yeah, were on the we top did. row, top row of the D and D streamers on Twitch. I wasn't so thank expecting you. that. Always Ooh. lovely. I love having you guys on and joining us. Um, especially seeing as I didn't make any announcements on Twitter or anything about this, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to set up in case it didn't go ahead. <laughs> so I'm pleased that that's happened. Yeah, that's I'll be. Very fair. I'll be putting in. Uh, I'll be putting updates as well. Um, I probably won't be doing. Oh, two... You did. You did. You did make it. Um, I'll be doing some streaming um, for the rest of this week. Next week, it's just going to be the D and D stream. I won't be doing any more streaming during the week. Um, but I'll be back in full force after that. There's just some stuff I've got to get get sorted with the moving um, now that I'm living in Brisbane. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week for the next exciting episode. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will be back. Farewell, sleep tight, and don't let the dragons bite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Uh, Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.